I will invite you to stand and we're going to sing our praise song and then remain standing for our scripture this morning. So let's all stand together. Chapter 12, beginning with verse 6, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, beginning with verse 6. God is good. All the time. Boy, y'all look different with these glasses on compared to this my record. Second Corinthians chapter 12, beginning with verse 6. And it says, Even if I should choose to boast, I will not be a fool, because I will be speaking the truth. But I refrain, so no one will think more of them when it's warranted by what I do or say. Or because of this surprisingly great revelations, Therefore, in order to keep me from becoming conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. Three times I pled with the Lord to take it away from me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness and insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Josh, would you lead us in a word of prayer, please? Amen. You may be seated. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And when I am weak, then I am strong. Make it go away. That's what we want to talk a little while this morning about. Make it go away. Everyone at some time in their life seems to have a problem that just won't go away. You ever been there before? Problems that just Continue to go. And I've seen problems in my life that are so small to begin with, by the time it's ended, it's pretty big, isn't it? And not only does that problem affect myself, but who else? It affects the people around about you, people that love you, people that care for you. And it starts not only to have a small effect on you in your life, but it seems to grow and become bigger and bigger and starts to have, sometimes it affects people's health, doesn't it? Sometimes it causes people's mental abilities not to be where they used to be. Sometimes it causes all this stress in your life. Basically, we could say we've all had problems and we've all had thorns, haven't we? And when you have a problem and when you have a a thorn maybe in your life, This title of the sermon this morning is what a lot of us have said before. Dear Lord, what? Make it go away. Just make it go away. I I don't want to have to deal with that anymore. Just somehow take that magic wand out, right? And just wave over it, Lord, and say, it's going away. And you're not going to have to deal with that situation anymore. One of the things we know in our life We all have thorns. And they come in all shapes and sizes, don't they? Over at the house that 
Heather and the kids live in now, and Chad, that there was a, a big old burning bush out in our front yard, and it's still there, and getting bigger and bigger and bigger. My job every year when I lived there was to go out there and trim that burning bush. That, that was one of the jobs. Any, any of you guys ever get a honeydew list? Wait till you're not working and your list gets longer. When you're working, it's, now it's, it's plenty. Well, one of my honeydew lists was to go out there and trim that bush. And for some reason, every year when I would go out there, I'd get my little snippers to start out with because I was going to prune it just right. Have you ever done that before, trying to prune something? Well, you get this side too much and the other side not enough and all that's all misshaped. And I'd go out there and trim it. And every year I'd get a thorn stuck in me. Well, one year I decided, you know what, I'm just going to go cut that thing down. I got my big clippers out. And I went out there and I clipped on that, clipped on that, clipped on that, and got another thorn. And you know what happened the next year? Because I had took that down a little bit, you know what it did? It grew back two times as big. The next year I thought, I'm going to get, I got it, I'm taking care of it. I didn't get my little clippers and my big clippers. Guess what came out? Chainsaw. I looked like that guy on, a, on all those scary movies with my mask on and my chainsaw, and I'm going to take that thing down. I went out there, and I took it down. Guess what it did the next year? Came back double as big. Double as big. We had a big old storm at the house. It blew it down. I thought, praise be to God, that bush is gone. I never had to see it again ever in my life. Heather can tell you right now, it's as tall as the house, isn't it? That's the way those thorns are, aren't they? They just keep eating at you. And the more you try to get rid of them, the more they work hard, don't they? And they get bigger and, and bigger in your life. And those thorns come in all shapes and sizes and in all situations in your life. You can have a personal thorn, can't you? Something that only you know about it, you and God. And you know what that thorn is, and you deal with it every day. A situation that seemingly just doesn't go away. And maybe you've even tried to explain it to somebody. This is what I'm dealing with. This is a situation that I have in my life. But for some unknown reason, nobody else understands what you're going through. You're dealing with it yourself. And those that thorn starts to eat away at you. You've also had people in your life, and it's okay to say this this morning, just don't say their name, okay? You've also had other people that's caused you to have thorns in your life, right? People that you knew when you saw them, a thorn was a coming, right? There was one particular family that when I was at my office that I knew when they showed up, it was no good. I knew it. And I'd see them going in the front door and I, if I was outside, I'd try to sneak in the side door, you know, just to, to get in and hide so they wouldn't know I was there. Well, that didn't work too well because they would come in and see my secretary. And they'd say, is Paul here? And my secretary, she was a better Christian than I was, I guess. She said, yes, he is. I was trying to hide from him. And she'd say, yes, he is. Y'all need to talk to him? Oh. And they'd say, yes, need to talk to Paul. So she beat me and said, you have so-and-so up front to see you. And I remember thinking to myself, Lord, no. You know, make the office close down. Maybe a little good earthquake, not too big. You know, just, just something small. So 
that we can just go on home and those type of things. And the whole time, it wouldn't take them 10 seconds to walk back to my office, but the whole time I could just feel that thorn, oh, just jabbing and jabbing and jabbing. You have people like that too, don't you? People you just know that just by their mere presence, you're going to feel some pain. You're going to feel a thorn. You're going to feel something that eats away at you. Well, you look at what Paul was going to. You know, Paul has an interesting life, doesn't he? Paul, once upon a time, was a thorn, wasn't he? Everybody was scared to death, what? Of old Paul, old Saul. They knew he was going to come, and they, he was a big old thorn to Christianity back in that day. But the Scripture says that Paul had a thorn. We don't know exactly what that thorn was. A lot of folks thought it was his eyesight. It could have been a lot of different things. But what Paul did is what a lot of us do. Paul prayed to God asking for what? More thorns? Lord, keep this. Lord, I just don't want this thorn for a little while. Lord, let me have it forever. I just want it to be with me all the time. No, Paul prayed and said, Lord, please somehow take this thorn away. Lord, take this away from my life. Take it to a place, dear Lord, that I do not have to deal with anymore. But you know, sometimes God's, our plan is not God's plan, right? Even though we think it should be. And you, most of you sitting here this morning, I know you personally, okay? We've been down some paths together. All, about it, all of us here have been. And let me tell you something, I know how you are, and I know how I am, and I know how good God is, but I can tell you something, even your preacher sometimes does this. And I'm going to say this out of love for all of you. Sometimes we think we know more than God does. Amen? Sometimes we say, God, this is what, this is what gets you in trouble with God when you say it like this. God, this is what I want. God, this is what I want to happen. God, this is what I expect to happen. I don't know how Paul prayed his prayer, but it was mainly about, God, help me. Why? Why would God pray? Why would Paul pray that? Because we know something. A thorn is frustrating, isn't it? In the scripture that I read to you this morning there in verse 7 at the end, it says, a messenger of Satan to torment me. A message of Satan to torment me. What's that say? That says that that thorn has, has come and the devil has put that thorn in your life and it's tormenting you. It's frustrating you. You don't know why you have to deal with it. You just wish that there was something there. It frustrates you to the point where you start blaming others for your thorns, don't you? And that's what the devil wants you to do. The devil wants you to start, you ever heard anybody curse the name of God because of a thorn or for a situation that's happened to them in their life? Or they've said it's God's fault or they blame it all upon God or they blame it on somebody else, something that happens? Well, we, we learn that way over in Genesis, don't we? How that Eve stepped away from God and all of a sudden that thorn came in her life because she had that sin in her life. She didn't blame when God, when Jesus asked her, when God asked her about that apple or that fruit that she partook of there in the garden. 
She didn't say I owned up to her own sin. She said, well, uh, that husband of mine made me do it. And they both said, Satan made me do that. Or that old serpent made me do that. Folks, today, when you have that thorn in your life, the devil looks at you and says, I am going to frustrate you. I'm going to do everything that I can with this thorn to cause you to live a miserable life. To cause you not to be able to be the Christian that I want you to be. And I'm going to do everything that I can to stick you as hard as I can with this thorn and make you be in misery. Folks, one of the things I want you to know beyond any shadow of a doubt today is God loves you beyond your thorns, doesn't he? You got that part? God takes your imperfections and the things in your life that are hard for you to deal with and are frustrating to you and these thorns that come into your life. Because Paul was probably praying about his thorn because it was affecting his life. It was affecting how things were in his life. After Sheila and I got out of the hospital down in Nashville, I thought everything was you know, peaches and cream. You know, it was just great. I was out, done. Went back one day and they checked my breathing and the nurse said, doctor said, well, Mr. Mills, we're going to have to put you back in the hospital for a day or two. Remember what I told you, a day or two in the hospital is not a day or two. It's what? A week or two, somewhere in that neighborhood. They put this tube in my back. It hurt worse than any surgery I'd ever had in my life. And it went into my lung. And it had a needle on the end of that tube. And they were draining all this fluid and all this stuff. And I remember if I turned to the right, guess what it did? Ah. Turned to the left. Oh. Tried to sleep laying back. Ah. And every place that I turned, I could feel that. You know what, folks? That's what the devil wants you to feel with that thorn in your life, doesn't he? He wants just to pick away at you. He wants you to be frustrated. He definitely, what the old devil really wants you to do is he just wants you to give up, doesn't he? He just wants you to say, this thorn's too much for me. Well, Paul says, there's a reason for your thorns. You see, it doesn't matter who you are, who you are or what job you have or how much money you have or who you know or whatever that may be. You, each and every one of us are going to have problems and thorns, aren't we? We're going to have some. There's going to be things in our life. Paul says one of the things that we have to do is find out the reason for the thorn. Why do I have this, God? I've been doing good. I've been going to church. I've been praying. I've been reading my Bible. I've been testifying. I've been trying to help others that are in need. God, why do I have to have this thorn in my life? Well, in the scripture this morning, it says Christ's power may rest on me. Christ's power may rest on me. You know when I find out the most about myself? You want to know when it is? It's not when everything's great. When every, everything's just going my way. When every, there's nothing wrong. When it's 75 degrees and sunny and there's no humidity, right? That's not when I find out stuff about myself because then I, I, I'm good. When I have found out the most about myself and others is when you have a thorn, when you have a situation, when things are not going good for you, 
That's when you have to be able to say, Lord, I'm going to learn something. See, Paul prayed all the time, Lord, please make it go away. And then somehow the switch went off and Paul realized something. The storm wasn't going to go away right now. That God still had some things to teach him. And when God had taught him enough, if God wanted to, that thorn would go away. You might say, well, preacher, that makes me pretty depressed. Are you saying now that I have to live with the thorn for the remainder of my life? No, it's not up to your preacher. It's up to you, God. And that thorn in your life may be teaching you some things. May be teaching some things that you need in your life. May be teaching some things you can teach your kids and others around about you. Paul says, don't, don't start thinking more highly of yourself than you ought to. Don't start saying that, that, you know, this shouldn't affect me. Realize in those thorns in your life that God has a plan. Maybe God doesn't want to make it go away. Maybe God says to you, I'm not going to take it away because you still have some things to learn. Well, praise be to God, I want you to know something to make you smile a little bit. Two things. We're getting close to the end of the sermon. The other thing is this. There's a lot at the end of the tunnel, aren't they? Whatever your thorn is today, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Sometimes the tunnel's longer than you want it to be. Sometimes you think it's never going to end. Sometimes you think... Lord, it's only getting worse, but there is a light at the end of the tunnel because that thorn's going to be answered in one of two ways. God's going to answer it here, or He's going to answer it when? When? In the hereafter. One of those two things. But during that time, praise be to God, there's going to be thorns that's going to be taken out. There's going to be thorns that go away. There's going to be things in your life that just happen and they go away. What do you do? Well, I believe when that happens in your life, the number one thing you need to do is praise and worship God, don't you? And thank God for the freedom that you feel. Have you, have you ever went through a, di- a difficult, dark situation in those thorns and then all of a sudden God takes it away? How does that feel? It feels good, doesn't it? To know once again that God has delivered you. What's interesting about your thorn today is, I want, you, I want you to make sure you hear this part. I have thorns in my life. And I know what they are. I know what those situations are. You have thorns in your life. too. No matter who you are, you might be sitting there going, No, preacher, I'm pretty perfect. Watch out then. God's going to make that thorn hurt just a little bit more today. Okay? So get ready for it. You got it. Today the question is, Lord, make it go away. What if the answer is no? What if God says no? Not going away. Not today. Today you need to be praying a prayer of God, help me to be able to use my thorn in a way that pleases you. Is that the prayer you need to pray today? Lord, help me to be able to use this to grow. Help me to be able to be a better Christian. Lord, help me to be able to be a better dad or a better father, a better husband, 
or a better wife, or whatever those things in your life you need. Maybe that thorn is teaching that. I don't know. But today, God's willing to hear about your thorns, isn't he? So today, whatever God is talking to you about, I'm so proud of Cammie today, being saved and now going to be baptized. Maybe, maybe it's the day that you say, you know what, preacher, I think I want to be baptized today. Maybe that's another step you need to take in your journey of salvation. Maybe today's the day you turn your heart and life over to Christ. Maybe today's the day that you allow Jesus to be the center of your life no matter what your thorns are. Or maybe today's the day you just got such a big thorn that you just don't know what to do with it. Praise be to God you don't have to handle all these questions by yourself. God has the answer. So this morning, whatever you're dealing with, we invite you to come. We have a closing song. Joe <clears throat> Page 141, that's the congregation stand, please. <clears throat>